Hello and welcome back to the Beauty Supply Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Mondo. In today's episode, we'll be talking about eight points to consider when opening your location. Trust me, you will be very surprised at some of the things that I have here for you. All right. Welcome to the Beauty Supply Secrets Podcast. I'm Kathy Mondo, your host and guide into the secretive world of hair and beauty supply business. My steadfast mission has been to arm beauty supply store business owners with the knowledge, skills, and strategies that they need to flourish. Whether you're a veteran beauty supply store owner, a newcomer eager to dive into this industry, or just curious about the potential to get started, consider this podcast your essential guide. Our foundational mission has been to create a community over competition. This is to bring beauty supply store owners together. We're all about lifting each other, celebrating shared success, and raising together to challenge and change the past injustice that has been seen in the beauty supply industry. We stand as industry trailblazers eager to bring positivity and lasting change from products and brands, vendors, distributors, and the ever-changing trends in the beauty supply industry. I've got a lot of insights to share. Here, you'll gain access to top-tier insights, ensuring you're always a step ahead of the game. So plug in, absorb the knowledge, and let's redefine your journey in the beauty supply business world. Deep dive with me, and let's enjoy the Beauty Supply Secrets podcast. I do know that some people um, do hair at home, like they have like salon spaces at home, they do hair, mainly braiders, uh, because I see some of people who reach out to me are actually stylists and braiders who want to go into beauty supply. So some of them still are home and they want to have products at home to sell to their clients when they come to see them. Is it a home-based business? Maybe you can turn a, a room in your, uh, in your home or a basement. <clears throat> And then the other thing is probably a mobile business. Have items in your car and maybe deliver them or just have a mobile space made to look like a store. You know, think in terms like a food truck. So now you're going to have a beauty supply truck, you know, something like that. Based on the kind of business you're going to have, then it's going to give you an idea of what kind of location you're looking for. So getting that out of the way, we're going to start with now the second point that and this is gonna sound crazy or biased or, or however you're gonna pick it it's just my personal preference and i like to know this beforehand before i decide to help someone just because i don't want to kill another black owned beauty supply store i'm biased and by all means do not open your beauty supply store next to another black owned beauty supply store you can open next to a braiders shop you can open next to a barber shop because those are complementary businesses. So someone who's going to a salon or a braider shop is gonna need hair, or someone who's going to a barber shop is gonna need something for their, you know, hair. So that's good. Or even find a location where they maybe sell clothes or something like that. It's also a complementary somehow business. You can open next to, um, <laughs> you know, your local beauty supply store, <laughs> as long as there's no black ones please let's just let's not kill each other okay um it also depends with how many beauty supply stores are within the area so don't be scared if you're like very close to one because you guys already know my story i'm actually about a mile to my next my competitor but within like a 10 mile radius it's just the two of us so 
that made me go ahead and open my beauty supply store because i wasn't so worried about him or whoever they are i knew that i was gonna be different and i was gonna offer something different in the community and i went ahead and opened mine um another thing is so when i mean um don't open next to a black owned beauty supply store is because i don't feel like we are there yet we are not like we're not ready to compete like how starbucks and and dunkin donuts compete like we're not there yet yes it'll come a point in the future which i hope we will have black owned beauty supply stores and they're all competing against each other and you're all you know keeping prices nice and low for the clients and just making profits and everything like that but we are not there yet we're still trying to show people that actually us black owned black people can run a beauty supply store so we're not there yet for competition that's why i'm saying don't open next to one i'm gonna go right next to the next point you want to open your beauty supply store next to next to an anchor business so uh anchor business uh could be anything to you it could be uh, a popular grocery store it could be like a joel osco a piggly wiggly could be aldi could be a popular general store like a walmart a target a dollar tree it could be a popular local joint restaurant it could be a liquor store just somewhere where people are already going and then they'll see you and then they will go to you as well while they're going to somewhere else so that's what's an anchor store that does help you minimize on marketing costs because people are still gonna find it find out about you at some point and people are gonna start talking so it it, that's the benefit of having an anchor store next to your business consider your budget when you're looking for a location most lease commercial lease will be a triple net lease i've probably mentioned this in maybe two videos before a triple net lease means that it has different parts that contribute to the actual rent so for example it could have the rent the common area maintenance fees and the taxes so there are three variables that come together and form your rent um sometimes since taxes right now are high you could even find yourself maybe your rent is like a quarter of what you pay monthly and then your common area maintenance is like another quarter and half of that is all taxes so it's really important to find that out some people some businesses will say well okay we understand you're a new business but we're gonna take a percentage of your total sales every month so um i don't know how i feel about that because i i as a business owner i plan to scale and i plan to make a lot of money so i don't feel comfortable just paying a percentage of it to my landlord and i am the one who's doing all the hard work I just don't i don't like that idea at all and someone actually one of you guys sent me an email saying that your landlord was offering you that and while it's good where you're a new store that landlord was trying to make my, this lady sign for 10 years so this landlord is not stupid he knows that the first maybe two three years is not gonna make money but once you start making money they're gonna make their money too and at that point it's gonna hurt you so don't make stupid mistakes like that um also consider the renovations that you're gonna do sometimes you might get a store that's practically like a box it only has you know like just the walls so you might have to do like the slat walls you might have to do the carpeting or the flooring 
um, painting you might have to do a lot of renovations to make that space viable also consider utilities utilities kill me so like actually for no reason my electric bill this month was $155 it doesn't sound a lot but if you add everything else or the other expenses that I have you know it does add up so I need to call Comet and they need to let me know what's happening another thing is if you're in a place like Chicago or like that gets very cold oh my goodness winter is crazy we end up paying gas uh, because it heats up our building we pay even $600 a month I don't want to scare you guys but it's rough out here <laughs> so just keep in mind with your space I guess for me I'm suffering like that because my space is 3,500 square feet and that's a lot of space and heating up that space does you know does take up a lot of money so it really it is what it is your space you might start with a small space but you're considering working from home right <laughs> so um you you're gonna consider upgrading your space so you might start with like a, a 500 square feet or 800 square feet space or even a thousand and then maybe two three years down the line you will want to expand so maybe go to like 2,000 square feet or even 5,000 square feet it's really up to you just make sure that the location you have has potential for growth so I would say for example in my strip mall where my store is located there is a at the very far end there's a space out there that's still not occupied so we're actually in that space where we're thinking maybe we might want to take out the salon from inside the beauty supply store and just put it at that location still on the same strip mall but just so we can have hire more stylists and then just have this space that is dedicated to be the salon to just uh have more items for the beauty supply store so just consider having that space that you can accommodate your expansion as you grow i found out when i was doing research for this video is that some places actually do have a minimum wage requirement it didn't really hit me but like for example the the minimum wage for cook county where my business is right now is now 13 dollars and 20 cents so that's the minimum that i can pay my employees so with the minimum wage going up you know you if you hire employees you want to stick to the minimum wage that is set by your city or by your state so your location is gonna matter because if you're in a like a rural area then your minimum wage requirement might be lower and in time is gonna lower your payroll but if you're in a um a place where i'm gonna just say maybe california because we all know how expensive california is i'm pretty sure their minimum wage is high and people who have employees in that area also need to up their pay so their payroll expenses are higher this is just a bonus point i'm always having bonus points that's a good thing if you're paying attention in the videos so a bonus point is if you already figure out you already know where you're gonna have your business you already have an idea okay this is a good location for my business 
then you want to go and speak to the business owners over there some of them will be honest and and say you know the truth of what it is some of them are cheeky so uh, i was speaking again with one of you i told her okay fine that's a good location we're gonna go ahead with that so i'm helping her open a beauty supply store but uh we at that point we were trying to narrow down we had two good locations that we both really you know felt like this were really good and i told her why don't you go and try and talk with someone in that strip mall so try this one say location a go speak with someone and then go to location b and speak with someone over there as well so the person that she went to for in the first business we the way she reported back to me i felt like that person was not being honest and i'm gonna say this and i get it from a business perspective so like i said in the strip mall that i have that i'm located in there's an extra space over there that's open so if say someone wants to open a business over there and we know for sure that if they open like a popular i don't know i'm just gonna say like maybe mcdonald's right it means that our stream is gonna be very busy right because you know mcdonald's is popular everyone is buying mcdonald's and everyone coming to mcdonald's will see me so i'll be excited and even though maybe i don't like the terms of you know my space i don't like how the management is or how the landlord is i might lie to that person and say like yeah this is a really nice place you want to open a mcdonald's yeah that corner will be really awesome but i'm just thinking like uh as a business owner and i'm thinking what do i have to gain with you going to that location so you want to keep that in mind but again i want you to speak with those people because it was gonna give you an insight and just maybe pray and hope that the person you go to speak with is gonna be honest and not be selfish consider your clientele how do you want your store to look and what's the image for your brand so this is important because you want to know what your clientele is so if you maybe say you end up maybe having like a t-shirt business you're selling like christian stuff and you know just i don't know i'm just giving an example and then you're next to like a club on the left and like a liquor on the right hand side that's kind of not a good vibe you know for your target clientele so you want to look at the location and the strip mall and then decide is this good for my clientele where i am um my my i'm in a suburb and i also cater to a lot of caucasian clients and a lot of hispanic clients so i want to be in a strip mall that is versatile and that is it doesn't you can't really place it like you can't really say oh you know that's a a shady looking area or you know i just want to be neutral and open to everyone so you want to keep that in mind when you're scouting for location so your vendors and suppliers so um this does this is gonna affect you and some vendors are very strict they'll say like if you're within a, a two mile radius with another uh, store that sells our products you're not gonna sell to you so this is gonna happen but there's a lot of ways to overcome something like this unless you're really specific and you just really want to order straight from the vendor and you don't you know and they just i mean at this day and age these things should stop so i just put it out there because you'll be open trying to open accounts and they'll say like oh there's a store close by that sells our products we're not gonna sell to you and when that happens you know who to reach out to my email is at delasbeautysupply at gmail.com 
i'll get you those products even if you're not gonna get an account with them you'll still get them at wholesale price not from a reseller all right another point to consider and unfortunately even though i am in a good place i still fall victim of shoplifting i have still been broken into i've had burglary in my store good thing is when the break-in happened the, the burglary it was in the middle of the night and there was no one in the store and we have a security system that helps to you know kind of scare them away but it doesn't matter how well you do it shoplifting oh my god if you just search beauty supply store theft or anything like that they're all over the internet i don't know why in the world people still steal in beauty supply stores people still shoplift in beauty supply so it's really horrible i was actually watching a video today of this store that was actually hit twice by you know our own people it's a black owned store but our own people black people still go in there and still and run away with wigs and stuff like that and even paper spray them like it's really horrible but but um just have systems in place train your employees what i learned when we got the shoplifting incident is that i had not put in proper uh rules in place so right now we're working differently and we're minimizing the risk of that happening but at some point it's gonna happen to you just don't be too flustered and have insurance then you just probably get reimbursed or sometimes just eat the cost because what are you gonna do anyway <laughs> so i had already shared with you guys how we we had that shoplifting incident and we reached out to the police and we gave them everything all the, the this person's instagram accounts and just everything this person's phone number name and all that but the police didn't do anything and then two months later i wrote a i wrote a, an email to the police officer and i said hey you know it's been two months i, I haven't had any updates on what's happening and the police said oh the person could not be identified and i'm like you're freaking kidding me right what do you mean not identified i have given you this person's instagram name pictures videos wearing our wig this person has like tattoos on the neck has like really long nails i've given you everything to identify this person but you're telling me not identified <sighs> crazy anyway next my final last point is packing space so the space that you put you choose for your store you want to make sure you have packing space i I know a store that is actually a black owned store but they don't have parking space in the front of their store their parking space is in the back of their store but their clients don't know that so their clients end up parking like parallel on the roads and then when they go in that's when they tell them oh next time you can always park in the back I just find that like you know it's not really efficient for a first time client right it's not efficient for a first time client it's it's you have to explain to this client that they are parking in the back it's so just you just get a space where this park unless you're getting a really cheap deal and you you're like okay i'm just gonna go ahead with that whatever so we've come to the end of this video i hope the points that i've given out are going to help you pick a nice location for your business as usual if you have any questions just reach out to me i'll try and help i'll try my best and help you um if it needs more than 
you know a couple of questions and answers and maybe you might just have to book a consultation with me i actually i am very flexible i have just calls consultation or you can just call me uh we'll talk for the period of time you'll just pay me for that and just call it a day and i also do other consultations where i'm on a retainer so while like in your first year in business you can always call me whatever and have questions and everything like that um so we just reach out to me we'll find out what's the best way to help you um also you guys have been sending me a lot of emails about pos systems and payroll systems i'm gonna leave that in the description box below but i'm doing another video so if you have specific questions with regards to point of sale systems and payroll systems and merchant processing partners reach out to me send those questions in so that i can answer them in the video that i go ahead and make for those of you who wish to go even deeper and connect with like-minded beauty supply store owners i invite you to join our beauty supply insider facebook group just make sure to answer a few questions when requesting to join since this is an exclusive community we want to make sure that only those who qualify join our community the group is on facebook it's called beauty supply insider on a mission to build community over competition i can't wait to see you there Get in, post about yourself, and let's start connecting.